the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. There is a new movie that is out that is a, that's a documentary, uh, and it was made by the director of The Exorcist. I want to play the trailer here. Listen. At the time I directed the film, The Exorcist, I had never seen the real thing. But on May 1st, 2016, Father Gabriela Amort, the Vatican exorcist, invited me to witness an actual exorcism. I had no idea what to expect. The more you open yourself to thinking about this stuff, and you start feeling about this stuff, the more room you allow for the supernatural power of evil to come in. If we don't understand it, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There's a dimension to this world that is strange and beyond our capacity to control. Can I know how to treat it? No. So something is happening to her, it's clear. But maybe she puts into it the religious context in which she grew up. Because they believe, obviously, they know what's wrong with her. She's possessed by the devil. I think that's a very dangerous thing, getting in close quarters with the devil. People like Father Amor maybe can do that. I would never dare to do it. This is not fiction. It's different from all the movies. And I was there to film it. The movie is called The Devil and Father Amorth, and he is the Vatican's uh, um, exorcist. Uh, he died shortly after this was filmed, and the guy who filmed it was the director of many movies that you know, The French Connection, To Live and Die in L.A., The Brinks Job, 12 Angry Men, uh, Rules of Engagement. He's now doing operas all over the world. Uh, he is probably best known for his direction of The Exorcist. Uh, Bill Friedkin is uh, with us now. Hello, Bill. How are you? Good, Glenn. Good morning. So I have to tell you, first of all, your movie, The Exorcist, is one of the only movies that I, I I've never finished. Uh, I've tried to watch it twice. It still freaks me out, uh, mainly because my sister was 16. I was about nine, and uh, she went to see it, and then she slept in the bunk up above me. Uh, because she was too scared to sleep in her own room. And she told me the story every night, and she freaked me out for like a month. Uh, so terrifying movie, and thank you for that. Um, well, go ahead. Well, Glenn, you know, I would not have shown it to a nine-year-old. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, <laughs> she should, I wouldn't she's, show it to anyone yeah. under 15 or 16. Yeah, well, she snuck out of the house, and she saw it as as a 16-year-old, and then she told me about it. Um, so, so, Bill, what intrigues me about this is... You've made the quintessential, I guess, you know, movie on possession, uh, possession. And in in the interviews that I have seen and and the stuff that I've read, um, you say I wouldn't make the exorcist that way. It's it's even more terrifying when you see it in person the way it really is. Well, let me clarify that the exorcist is a work of fiction, the exorcist movie. I could not have made it any other way because there was um, a best-selling book, a yes, novel, correct. that came out before I made the film. Right. It had all these incidents and events that were written by Bill Blatty, who had also never seen an exorcism. 
The Catholic Church keeps a close lid on it. They say nothing about it. They don't even acknowledge it. They acknowledge that possession exists and that there is exorcism and that's it. I couldn't make the film any differently yes. because people were aware of the incidents in the book and wanted to see them. Sure. But now now that you have seen one, um, are you, first of all, are you convinced that it is that it is real? Glenn, uh, there are many things of which I'm not convinced, but I'm curious, extremely curious. I, be- I have to tell you, I believe that none of us know anything really about the eternal truths. Mm-hmm. We have belief systems, and they get us through life, but we don't know if there's an afterlife. We don't know if there's a heaven or a hell. We don't know um, if there is a God. We can believe, and very often, emotion trumps belief. And But the greatest thinkers in the world, and believe me, I have read many of the great works that they've written, have no idea. They have theories, they have beliefs, which is wonderful. I'm talking about from... from uh, St. Augustine to Stephen Hawking. Right. None of us know anything about the eternal truths. But so, so many of us are comforted by this belief system. Right. So when you, first of all, tell me who Father Amorth was. It's Amort. The Amort. Age is silent. Sorry. He was the Vatican exorcist for 31 years. He had performed thousands of exorcisms and he had healed or as he puts it, liberated many people who believed they were possessed. So, who had been to see doctors, psychiatrists, brain surgeons, and could get no satisfaction. So why, if the Vatican was keeping this kind of under wraps, how did you get access to one? Through Father Amort. He, he had written six or seven books about his work that went into, I don't know, 60, 70 printings now in many languages, and he wrote uh, almost a page about my film, The Exorcist, when it came out, or long after it came out. Um, he said that though the special effects were over the top, he thought that the film did help people to understand his work. So when I made an inquiry, if I could meet him while I was in Italy for something else entirely, he agreed to meet with me. So tell me about, first, before we get into what the experience was like, you took uh, these patients and I, you took them to uh, neuroscientists and, and brain no, surgeons. I took one person, one person. One person, right, okay. Um, and, and said, okay, explain this. I thought they would debunk it. I took it to three of the leading neuroscientists in the country. They all said to a person that they had no idea what this was. They had no idea what to do about this, this although everything originates in the brain, mm-hmm. everything. This was not a problem of brain surgery. There was nothing they could remove. It wasn't epilepsy. It wasn't a lesion in the temporal lobe. Um, and there was nothing they could do as a brain surgeon. And these two of these men had done over 5,000 brain surgeries each. I then took it to three of the leading psychiatrists in the country at Columbia University and expected that they would debunk it. 
or tell me in some scientific terminology what this was. To my amazement, they said that they now recognize possession. It's called dissociative identity disorder, demonic possession. If someone comes in and says, I think I'm possessed, they don't say, no, you're, you're not possessed. Dear. We're going to give you some therapy and some medication and you'll be fine. They very often will bring in an exorcist. Now, it is a religious-based disease, and of course, it's Catholic. You know, the Jews, the Muslims, other faiths have, have other such uh, diseases, and they have other people who attempt to rid people of them. But um, in, um, in psychiatry, uh, they now treat it as demonic possession. Now, it could be a placebo. I hasten to say that they do that, possibly thinking it's a placebo. placebo. New documentary called The Devil and Father Amort. It is a a real-life exorcism uh, that uh, has been documented now by the the, uh, director of The Exorcist. Um, and uh, he's joining us now, Bill uh, Friedkin. Bill, can can you tell us? I mean, it's hard in four minutes, but can you tell us what happened, what it was like? Well, the subject was a forty-six-year-old Italian woman. She was an ar- she is an architect, but she couldn't work because she was having these fits and personality changes, and uh, was in great pain and. What I filmed was her ninth exorcism. She had one a month for the preceding eight months, and they were not successful, which is often the case. I mean, it could go on for years, as psychiatry does. And when she appeared in the room, I thought she was totally normal. The atmosphere in the room was very strange and very tense, and... uh, and. She came in and seemed, I wondered what the heck she was doing there. She seemed totally normal to me. And then the exorcism began, and she began a complete alteration of personality. It took five guys to hold her down. She was able to speak and respond in Latin, which she had never studied. She had a voice that's similar to the one that's in my film, The Exorcist. She had never seen The Exorcist, nor had her family. They were in the room. They were aware of it, but had never seen it. And this behavior was just shocking to me and, and disturbing. And gradually it morphed into empathy for her because she was in great pain and suffering during the ritual. So what brought that on? What did... did we did... don't know, Glenn. No, but I mean, I mean, what did 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 Father Amort call that out, or yeah. yes, what <clears throat> the Roman ritual of exorcism is is a call by the priest to Jesus to perform the exorcism. They they don't believe that they're doing it themselves. That the very few priests who are ever able to perform one. They believe they're calling on the power of Christ. And ve- now, very few priests, bishops, cardinals, or even popes have ever performed an exorcism. John Paul II was an exorcist in Poland. He left three cases to Father Amort, one of whom Father Amort liberated, 
The other two he was still treating at the time of his death. Wow. And uh, very, very few people uh, have ever seen or would even perform an exorcism. I'm talking about very devoted priests. It, it's not the average part of, of, of the Roman ritual. I would imagine that you would have to be a pretty strong person to be able to face it all the time. Well, the Archbishop of Los Angeles, who I interviewed for this documentary, said he couldn't do it. And I w- that was the most shocking thing I had heard. I said, but you, you believe you have the power of Christ. He said, yes, I do. You, you are a, a very whole, you can't get a lot higher than Archbishop. In the, he said, yes, that's true. He said, but I don't have the degree of faith that Father Amort had to be able to perform an exorcism. He says that flat out in, in the documentary. What do you, Bill, what do you hope to uh, the message is that the people take from this? We have 30 I seconds. I don't try to send messages, Glenn. I just try to share with audiences the things that interest me, the things that uh, I question, the things that I'm curious about. And when I'm able to film them, I want to share them. Wow. That's it. What a great... I, don't, I don't have a message. <laughs> what a great answer. William uh, Friedkin, Bill Friedkin, uh, the new movie is out. It is called The Devil and Father Amort. It is a documentary. It's it's not fiction, uh, and it's available everywhere. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network.